Shut up and sit down. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 132 of the... Is that 132? It is 132. I thought it was 133. I thought it was 133. But I don't know. Okay. Hold on. 132 or 133 of the... 130-something. It's 132. Scott was right, but I thought it was 133 too, Jeremy, so... So, so did I. I looked at the episode because I thought I did yeah. like 132. Like, Whatever. Nope, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we've been numbering them wrong for the last no. couple, because no, I grabbed right. our most recent one and yeah, brought God, it in. God is right. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I'm not crazy. Because I'm glad. I'm glad hilarious. This is crazy. Guy. So welcome to this week's stream, episode 132 of the STS guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate, and I'm Scott, and we're the STS guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What is going on this week, guys? It's been another quarantine type of week. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week in quarantine. It's been a week. It's been a good week. It has. It has. I think it was a good week again. It went by fast again. Even though I was work was super busy. Is that what but makes it, went it a by good fast. week for you, Larry? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like those first couple quarantine weeks were awful because they just dragged. They so just I feel like I'm in I'm in my like work wise and stuff, like I'm in my routine now. Like it's it's going good. That's no. good. It went yeah. by so fast for me that I forgot it was garbage day. And so then I... <laughs> oh, you had to do the panic run? The, oh, shit, oh, shit. So now I have to basically be you know, crafty with my garbage for the next week. Just because yeah. all these days are running together. Yep. See, all you have to do is... You, can, you can't do this a lot, but I have done it before when you called them and be like... Hey, there was like a vehicle obscuring my uh, thing and they skipped my house. Can you come wheel them back around? And... Uh, they have come back before for that. Like you call the dispatcher or whatever and be like, somebody blocked my house. <laughs> really? Idea. You just make up some no, that's, story. Yeah, that's smart. Because I've missed it too. Like it's it happens and it's kind of the worst. Because then you're then you can't shut the lid the next week, right? Because your your trash just piled up like crazy. So what, the, yeah, so the only like saving grace is like so in the, the town that we live in, we have actually like garbage people. Like instead of like the garbage, like like the thing that the arm picks it up and dumps it in. Yeah, so like the robot. There's actually a guy. There's actually guys that ride on the back of the truck still and like like throw it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's cool. So, so at least I have that, so I can at least like stack it by my garbage next week. It's just more of a pain than anything else. But anyways, I do have a. a, a it's been a week. The story. Um, ooh. Oh. Ooh. Well, well, two things. Uh, so one of them is from like uh, this uh, kind of like tech news. Um, that I've just been absolutely like flabbergasted about, and yeah, I I'm intrigued that Jeremy used the word flabbergasted. Now I'm I'm super. I'm like, what's what is this story? So That's some serious shit. Yeah, when you use that word, dude, <laughs> so, shit went down. It better be good. Trippy. I, I tried to get it set up before the stream. I just didn't get didn't get, didn't uh, do it in time. But what I'm talking about is. NVIDIA actually released a new feature for their graphics cards that has nothing to do with graphics whatsoever. Um, it's called RTX Voice. And so what it is, is it actually utilizes the Tensor cores, like I said, in the new RTX cards. 
And so the tensor cores are the AI, like basically chips that the, like every like AI computer utilizes, right? And so it does real-time noise cancellation. Yeah, I've actually, I've heard of this. Dude, That's it, cool. fucking crazy. <laughs> so like there's like, so you could have literally a vacuum right next to you on and completed it. And you could be talking, we could be talking just like this. And you wouldn't hear. Like it is the weirdest thing in the entire world. So if you're out there, if you want to like look at some crazy voodoo witchcraft uh uh like like tech stuff like I said just youtube like I said any like rtx audio videos it is trippy how it works um so i thought i said i thought i could get it set up in time uh to get it to demonstrate i just i just didn't get it set up in time um but so that's 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 number one uh number two is so i've been doing um like so these like quarantine collection like pictures right oh yeah um and so like there's stuff that i like said it's, it's, it's kind of interesting kind of going through that journey and and figuring out basically things that you had and things that you didn't realize that you had and things that you like i thought i got rid of this but i actually kept <laughs> so the that's the I, best feeling dude it is right? so, the one i posted right before the stream t- uh, today hmm. was actually this autograph plate card um, from Atomic Comics back in the day. So, like I said, for you guys that are Arizona locals, like I said, Atomic Comics used to be, like I said, the comic book store. Like that said, was the place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, it was the very first comic signing I have ever been to in my entire life. Uh, like I said, it was, like I said, this Atomic Comics, uh, Chaos Comics, like Lady Death, like signature party, right? And so I remember, like I said, being a teenager, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, this comic character has boobs. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> um, and right. so, so I found, like I said, going through like some boxes and stuff over the last like few weeks, because like I said, you know, what else are you gonna do besides you know be you know locked up in your house? Uh, I've actually found, like I said, my original autograph plate from the signing event. Um, like I'm not one to, to like save stuff over over the course of time. Like I said, there, there's. Like, like collectibles and stuff, I, I'll typically say. But like I said, back then, I'm like, I wasn't responsible. I didn't save anything. Um, it was just shocked to have, like, like shocking to have this thing like from my childhood. And the, and shocked that it's actually still in, like, amazing condition for how old it is and how crappy I was with my things. Back then. <laughs> the thing that you probably I hadn't seen it on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen it yet because you just posted it. But uh, it's pretty cool. Like... Right, it's it's like a custom card that they made that's got a spot for everybody's signature, right? The creator, the artist, the colorist. Um, but yeah, and it's dated April twenty fifth, nineteen ninety eight. So, what twenty two years ago? It's been it's been a little bit, man. Yeah, it's been a little bit. And then, like, so the guy, the one guy who didn't cite it, like yeah. I said, it was from this heavy metal band called Doomsday, and the guy who didn't sign it ended up with the flu, and he couldn't attend the signing. Oh, okay. I did notice that, and I noticed it said drums. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, he, he plays drums for the comic. For the like comic, when you read yeah, it, okay. you have to call this guy. Schedule time. When you read it, he'll come and drum while you're reading the comic. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, man. What they ended up actually doing is so at a so basically Stephen Hughes, the guy who used to draw Lady Death, uh, so he actually passed away of cancer like said, a couple years after that. Um, but like I said, he like I said would draw like bands in the comics sometimes. And so like it was this local heavy metal band who actually, who actually, who actually drew in the comics at that time. So like, so they actually came in uh, for the signing as well. And they played, uh, I said at the same time, but so you couldn't play because I said the drummer was sick. So 
they yeah. just find autographs that way. That's cool. Yeah, uh, Manny Manny says in the chat that Jeremy's been posting some cool stuff on social media. So yeah, if you're not following Jeremy, follow him at TXGerms, T-X-J-E-R-M-S, uh, on Instagram. And guess what? Jeremy's now on Twitter, at TXGerms, too. He's got a new Twitter account. That was fun. Yes, enjoy. It's, it's, it's always concerning when I see Jeremy branch into a new social media because he's never yeah. had one for so right? long. Before, first it was Facebook, then Instagram. Uh, now he's on Twitter. I'm thinking next week's TikTok. Yeah, when Jeremy, no, the day there's a TikTok is the day that that I will legitimately just walk over to Jeremy's house and slap him. <laughs> well, TikTok, it will never happen. I, I, I am, I am, I, well, I, never say of, never. Yeah, I can think of one way it might happen. The, the, the only way it would happen is that if I potentially have a different job than what I have now. That would be the only. That, that would be the only reason that I'm. The only reason I have a, a couple of other things is because of because of my work. But, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, that, like that was that was cool. Um, I got some stuff this week. So uh, shout out to the chat because uh, Collector Clint's over there. Uh, I got a package in this week from Collector Clint. If you don't know him, he is part of the Four Darksmen podcast and Geek Together. But uh, Clint Ooh. sent me this awesome Funko Soda uh, Batman. It's the Emerald City Comic Con exclusive. So nice. it's uh, it's the green soda figure. Um, awesome. So he sent me that. I didn't grab that one, but I think he grabbed an extra. So I've got uh, my second Funko Soda you may remember I picked up the big boy a couple weeks ago, but I got this cool little green dude. I uh, took him down off the shelf. He's got a he's got a permanent home next to my mega dorbs up there. So on my Batman section. So thanks again, Clint. Uh, check out Clint's podcast. Like I said, Four Dorksmen and Geek Together. They are awesome. Um, and speaking of podcasts, uh, two things. Tonight is Talking Pop's four year anniversary episode. So congrats to Mike congrats and Josh. On four years. Um, that is a ridiculous amount of time. Um, and there is a new podcast in town too, uh, the average nerd podcast. Uh, it's available now on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, some, some friends of this show, uh, I know like, I, I don't have all the names of them right here cause it's not on their Twitter or on their Instagram, but, uh, it's like five fanatics, uh, Toys R Us kid, Av Cruz. Um, I know, I think Jace is in it too. Jace was my. Uh, he was my secret Santa on the Funko board, uh, like two years ago, he's when sent me that, uh, Jollibee pop. Um, so it's, it's some friends and some people I know kind of online and then like some other names that I recognize. So, uh, please go support them and their new podcast. It's, you can find them on Instagram at average nerd pod. Like I said, if you just search for average nerd podcast, it'll come up on Spotify or to uh, any other place that you listen to podcasts. I have one other podcast bit of news that we briefly talked about uh, through text earlier this week. Have you guys checked out the first episode of the brand new Tyler G show? I have not checked it out yet, but uh, it's funny that you brought that up because I was going to say something about it. So if we've mentioned this before, we've had him on the podcast. Yeah. DC Figures and Collectibles podcast, who used to be Tyler and Scott, uh, Batman Figs on Instagram, and also the.batfan on Instagram. They used to have a podcast together. I'm not quite sure uh, why uh, Tyler's gone solo, but uh, it seems like a cool new idea. It's called the Tyler G Show. Um, you, you know, he talks about toy photography, pop culture, 
um, toys in general. So it sounds like Tyler's just kind of taking the idea on and uh, doing it himself. So did you did you see the first episode yet? Uh, so I I listened to the intro. There's a kind of an explanation episode out there that uh, explains why the uh, Scott isn't on the podcast anymore. Uh, basically, okay. short answer is he just didn't want to do it anymore. Um, sure. So Tyler's carrying on under a new name, the Tyler G Show. Uh, it's available all the places that you would have listened to uh, DC Figures Collectibles podcast. Sounds like it's going to be very similar. So if you're looking for it and you couldn't find DC Figures, uh, it's now called the Tyler G Show. Nice. If you like other toy photography podcasts, you should check out Toy Photocast. Uh, that's with Dakota Tango Bidets at, uh, on Instagram. Those yeah. guys are awesome. And then there's also the Fig Heads podcast. Um, those guys are great. And uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of toy photography podcasts out there. So you can find something if you're into it. Pretty cool. Oh, and Talking Pops is doing this 100 guests thing. Um, where they want to have a, an episode where they have a hundred different guests. Um, That's so, going to be fun. So I signed us up for it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so if you're, if you're, if you're hearing my voice and you have a podcast, I don't think it's a requirement. If you just want to be a guest on talking pops, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, if you go to hundred guests.com, uh, just enter your information and they'll reach out to you when they're ready to set up that episode. It sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun, man. Pretty ambitious. A hundred guests. That is, Don't think uh, it's ever been done. That's going to be insane. Yep. Pretty crazy. That, that, that's got to be a record. That's <laughs> like somewhere. Possibly a Guinness Book World Record? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. They should you contact wanna, them. You might want to go sign up, guys. Just say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's all I had. <laughs> we were, to, to say we were part of that, that'd be cool. But yeah. 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 That's pretty amazing. Plus, I'm just down for it. like somebody. Somebody asked if you're going to join because I, I retweeted it on Twitter, and they're like, "Are you guys going to join?" I'm like, "I support all of Mike from Talking Bob's crazy ideas." So yes, I will. I am totally. Yeah, we'll down. be there. We'll be there. Yeah. Oh, and we can't forget to mention before we get too far. Yeah. Uh, our podcast bingo, STS guys podcast bingo. If you guys want to play along, go to podcastbingo.com/stsguys. Uh, you know, and let us know if you get a bingo today. Wait, Nate, Nate, Nate. Did you say bingo? <laughs> bingo! <laughs> I did say bingo, but not quite that good. Uh, Make sure you guys are playing along. You know, we may say something. You may get a bingo. You might not win anything, but at least it's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. It, makes it makes it a fun game. And I get to play that <laughs> great thing. What was that? <laughs> Your Lord. Beat button for people cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a, a big it's been a week story, uh, but I did finally pick up Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And it I is been, glorious. Yeah, I've been playing Doom Eternal before, and I uh, actually got 100% of the campaign, which was a huge pain in the ass, but uh, I'm actually pretty glad that I did it because it was a lot of fun. And then I uh, picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake, and uh, wow, it's it's a really good game. It's better than I expected it would be. Um, really a crazy reimagining of the original story. If you guys have played the original, it's not really the same game, but that's kind of a cool thing. The real-time combat is amazing. Uh, maybe I'll try to live stream tomorrow. I know I say that, and, I, and then I don't do it, but I, I need a live stream, so maybe tomorrow we'll do that. Yeah. Cool. That's kind of like my it's been a week. Um, I'm waiting for Baron Benz from Mezco Toys. Uh, oh, they started yeah. sh shipping out that exclusive. He's the uh, kind of like the scuba diver guy. Did 
did you pick up any of the, the you post on your story they put oh yeah uh, you got the, they, the, the bag of skulls yeah bag of skulls like yeah uh, let me uh, a life-size i think it was like a cardboard cutout of gomez they posted up some random but really cool stuff yeah, let me see if i can pull up those like comic book ads like that they used to do like hey get this giant figure hey get these x-ray goggles like, yeah 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 yeah. yeah you're right it, it, it even kind of like the ads uh, you know the instagram sized ads they threw up the there. old it back kind of, of the comic book yeah. stuff yeah yeah I, hmm. yeah that's pretty cool like I'm trying to get pull this it up. Yeah, it's cover board or whatever yeah yeah it's weird because um i guess within the baron ben's order there's a mini comic um that kind of explains his origin and kind of like what he's about oh. but at the back of that there's something called slugfest emporium of badassery and um, you can actually only get to the website by scanning that QR code, and then it will take you to the website. But if okay. you go to the Mesco Toys main page, you actually can't reach it. Yeah, I, so you posted on your story. I didn't care enough to message you, but I almost did because I couldn't find it. Like, I went I looking for it. This? I couldn't find yeah. it. I'm like, this yeah, is dumb. I, um, somebody had sent I it to me that now. morning that actually got the Baron Benz, and he had posted it. And yeah. so I took it from there, and I kept that oh, okay. open you know, in my Google, because like, that's the only time you can get to it. Yeah. But I'm trying to get to it right now, and it's not letting me. See? Super uh, top secret, man. Secret, <laughs> yeah, secret. Yeah. down. But it's a really cool idea. Like uh, it's the first time Mezco's done anything like this. Like Larry said, they have yeah. this thing called the bag of skulls, which is twelve um, skulls, uh, and they're all different colors. They're all different heads that you can actually use on many different Mezcos, not just Gomez and that stuff. But um, they come in a bunch of different colors, like orange, pink. <laughs> green, yellow, um, blue, like all kinds of cool stuff. So you get 12 of those for 25 bucks, which is an amazing deal for head sculpts. I mean, usually you get like one custom head sculpt for like 20 bucks. So that's a really good deal. Then they have like the Mezitz figures. Oh yeah. So like these guys, you can buy like 10 of these. Um, there's yeah, uh, cool too. a bulk lot. Cause they yeah. do those Mezco Mondays contest thing, right? Where you're supposed yeah. to post a Mezitz in your shot and then you can win something. Um, exactly. What if you don't have any? Like, what better than a uh, than an army of them? Now that's cool. So yeah, they, right. I, got, I, got, I have an idea for for your, uh, Mezitz Monday. Did you order the all the little Mezitz oh, guys? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't order the Mezitz guys just because I have like so many of them. Actually, let me share my screen. Yeah, I can cool. finally. I finally found it. Yeah, because so I I want you to do basically a gold versus travels. Basically, one of you, one of the main figures oh. down with all the Mezitz around it. That would be badass. Yeah, that's actually a great that idea. Yeah, you can kind of see behind me. I have like ten right here, so maybe I can deal with that. Oh, great! Oh no, uh -oh. don't break oh, your there stuff. Goes, there goes uh, Gomez. Um, <laughs> but this is the Slugfest Emporium of Badassery. I actually found it because I had it in my DMs here. But yeah, they've oh, got the cool. bag of skulls, which is actually on waitlist now. Uh, the gang of Mezits, the challenge coin set, uh, life-size Agent Gomez. So that looks like so one of those kind of hardcore cutouts. Yeah, yeah, like type. a party favor kind of thing. Yeah. Get a security clearance card and you can add your picture to it. This oh, is yeah. a pretty cool because this is a sneak peek at a new figure. Um, so it's going to be a new addition to the Rumble Society. His name is Doc Nocturnal. And he looks That's like cool. a Grim Reaper sort of V for Vendetta <laughs> kind of guy. With the Tommy gun? <laughs> yeah, Tommy gun and a skull for a head. He looks pretty awesome, actually. I'm, I'm really excited to see how this comes out. Yeah, well, hold on. So... Like first, I'm like a thirty bucks for a poster, but then it's it's a Doc Nocturnal hand silkscreen poster, so it's yeah. probably a really nice poster. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna be a nice, nice one. Yeah. Did you? Did, so what did you buy, Nate? Because I would have bought everything if I was you. But what, what actually, did you buy? I only got the skulls for now. Um, 
you know, I'll probably go back and get that silkscreen poster that Larry I was talking about. I think the poster is probably really cool. And it's one of those, if you don't buy it, you'll regret it later. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the skulls are already out of stock. So I'm glad oh, I, yeah. I got those. Uh, they're on the wait list now. But the Gang of Mezits, I'm not really too crazy about because you get a free one in every single Mezco. Yeah. So I'll be getting those for a long time. And I don't have the pink skulls, but I kind of wish I did now. Um, <laughs> the challenge coin set's cool. And then this would be actually kind of awesome to hang on my door or something. That's what I was thinking. Because like I said, I, I even hesitated for a second. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really have any Mezco figures. But yeah, I was thinking it's perfect to throw in the back of your door. 25 yeah. bucks. That's not bad. Not bad. This was definitely, I think, the best deal out of all of it. Oh, 12 yeah. 12 skulls. And it's funny because they kind of poke fun. Why buy that crap from Scalpers? Yeah. I mean, it's, so that, I mean, it's true, but that was the only option. Yeah. Like we've kind of been saying that for a while, right? Like I remember like a long time ago, you were talking about how like, uh, you know, Mesco should just release some weapons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just so guns. So yeah, maybe like they're finally it, starting to get there. Man. Makes yeah. me excited to see what else we're going to see added to this hopefully they do an you know accessory set because that would be amazing yeah it, it yeah. makes so much sense did you buy oh, the, yeah but that's that card nate that security clearance card no i haven't bought that yet <laughs> I, honestly like i said here but here's what here's my thing i think you need to buy that because if you they did the qr code to get into the site i bet honestly like i said if i'm putting money on it right now there's going to be some type of membership id on that card that's going to be some type of thing later that you're probably right yeah because uh gold gomez when he released they uh they packaged in a decoder ring yeah and uh they've been giving out codes for that and it's actually money off your order at mezcotoys.com oh yeah so that might be a good idea <laughs> but yeah <laughs> buy it all so, Nate. just get one of everything Nate. I, I need to spend more money on mezco now i have more excuses to yeah. do that but it's cool like you don't have a mezco poster you yeah. need a mezco poster yeah. oh another thing in toy news we all talked about this through text this week too but if you guys have been following the uh, tom mcfarlane spawn kickstarter holy crap that finally closed and it closed at three million dollars plus four million dollars wow almost three and a half yeah that's crazy to remind everyone, the goal for that was $100,000, and they got $3.4 million when it closed. Well, I, I think the cool thing about that, too, is that Todd McFarlane actually took a ton of different suggestions. He actually read all the comments. See, so he actually read my comment and responded to it uh, oh, wow. cool. on, on one of them. Um, so yeah. he was reading through all the comments. So when all the people said, hey, you know what? For one of the stretch goals, add necroplasm. So he added like, the, the last thing was that he added necroplasm to it. So it's <laughs> past three million. He doesn't know what he's going to do yet, but he said it's like, like, yeah, I owe you guys something because, like I said, there's no way this should have gone like I said to three million dollars, but it went three million three million dollars. I'll do something for you. So yeah, um, it's cool. And he's been adding so much stuff. Like if you got on that Kickstarter, you got a lot of freebies because of the milestones that it hit. Um, so he's really just packing it in, you know. I I honestly regret not picking up a second set. Really? Yeah. I, I, I at this point, I think I, I think I could have picked up a second set and and been in good shape. Do you have a? You got an autograph set, right? Yeah, I got, I got the three pack, the autograph set, three pack. Yeah, that's like the premium pack uh, that comes with everything. So he's gonna have all the head sculpts, all the extra weapons, the necroplasm, all that stuff, and whatever else they add before it closes. I have a feeling because there's been some stuff on the internet about it that they might throw in like a cloth cape too 
you know, so in addition cool. to the plastic one that they have. I don't know. That'd that be crazy. Be cool. that yeah. Makes sense. Probably wouldn't yeah. cost that much. Yeah. Um, uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, Stateoverse tagged us in. Um, it was weird. <laughs> A Yahoo Finance video. Like they, they, yeah, right. Hold on. It makes sense. They, they interviewed Todd McFarlane. Um, but it was super like, first I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I don't care, but it was super interesting. Um, he talked not only about the Kickstarter and how like, it's just another way for, uh, companies to, you know, the smaller kind of licenses or whatever, the non-Marvel, non-Star Wars kind of things that, you know, the big box toy stores like use. They're not going to carry. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. The, the, the big box toy stores are going to give like 70% of their shelf space to, you know, Transformers and the big names. They don't care about Spawn. Um, but it was another channel where he'd be able to sell his stuff and it just totally exceeded his expectations. And I'm like, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Right. Um, and then he was talking about how, like uh toys are almost recession proof um right like the last time he's been around so long now like the last time there was kind of a recession like 2008 2009 like they they saw a dip and they they didn't see any more growth but it was just kind of flat overall um so i thought that was interesting right because he's like you know parents might not buy a new car you know you might not go on a vacation but you're probably not telling your kid no to a toy like totally makes sense so um, hopefully that bodes well for McFarland toys and I don't know, maybe for Funko too, <laughs> better Q2 results and that stock price can climb up a little bit. That would be nice. It's true. It's, it's a good investment. You know, it seems like a really popular Kickstarter. Uh, people yes. are going to regret not jumping. But I mean, they, they got the, they got the attention of Yahoo finance. Like yeah. $3 million is a lot of money, especially, yeah. especially like this thing started right when we all started staying home. Uh, mm -hmm. Like the state home orders were in place and they people are cutting back on spending and he still made $3 million. That's crazy. It's yeah. one, it's one of the more like fast growing Kickstarters that I've ever seen. Well, if you yeah. think about it, it hit like right before, right after people got their stimulus checks. I can afford a little bit of the stimulus yeah, and, I and buy $150 on some spawn, spawn shit. Yeah. 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 So when sure. that does finally come in, I will do, I will actually pull a yeah. I will do a full <laughs> figure review of every single thing. Yes. Cool. So I will, I will you just, you just made Nate very, very happy. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Yeah. You've got like a little motorized turntable. I can bust out. Like, but I will, oh, oh, oh. I will do it up. Oh. I need to step up my game. I was, that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's even almost like one-upping Nate. That's, that's yeah. interesting. I, I've been wanting to kind of change up the way I do it because I don't like how I'm kind of down. I wish I was more to the side. If you've watched The Amazing, he kind of like has it over here and he's sort of posing it with his hands. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I've been wanting to switch it up. It's just, I don't know. You need a secondary camera. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, that would be cool. But then it, it takes space because you need a setup to a setup that's easy to set up and take down. That way, you, you know, that way it's not a it's pain. not a permanent like. Yeah, up it, yeah, and it's not space. permanent taking up space, and it's not a pain to set up because otherwise you're not going to want to make the video. So that's true. Uh, you come up with something. I said, yeah. I said, I said that I'm gonna, I, I don't have the admin privileges in, in Streamyard right now, but I always oh, highlight the comment. Uh, but just want to call it Ed's comment real quick. I said, "Oh my Scott, uh, oh my God, Scott, you've oh. been robbed." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's see here. I did. Not really. No, they're all all the stuff's down here. Uh, so I guess my only it's been a week story is uh, I've been getting everything ready because um, movers are coming uh, on Monday to come pick up all my shit. Uh, so I will be joining Jeremy out in Tejas uh, after the this week. So, uh, 
Yeah, nice. most a bunch of my shit. And if you go through my house, like half of it is disassembled or at least in a spot where somebody can come and just pack shit up and put it in the you know in the truck. Yeah, it's crazy. So I like you're leaving late next week. So does that mean you're gonna be out next week on the podcast? I might for bingo. Yeah. Uh, so I will be driving that day. I will be driving my dogs and cat across country. And I think I'm going to be about 10 hours in the car, nine or 10 hours going into that point. So I will be in a random Bodunk town somewhere in Texas (laughs) in a hotel room. If I'm there in time to join the, the podcast, I will join the podcast from phone or something. But yeah, you will. You guys will get a join in my misery of spending nine hours in a car with a how, cat and two dogs. There's something worse. How far is it from Phoenix to Austin? It's about fourteen and a half hours. It's not too bad. Yeah. No, I, I am guess, gonna. I mean, it's, it's an overnight thing. But yeah, it's not, I'm, it's I'm long... stopping after about yeah after about ten yeah. hours. I think that's about the max. Fairly yeah. quick second day. It's, it's gonna be. Bad. Once you hit New Mexico, and then once you hit the New Mexico-Texas border, and then it's just Texas, and you're like, oh, I'm in Texas now. And then, and then like, oh, shit. That's like another, like, nine hours. It goes so, so far. So, yeah. yeah. So, you're only, it's like five hours to get to El Paso, and mm. then, then the rest of it's the drive across. Dang. It's or like six hours to El Paso, I think. So, yeah, it's like nine it's hours in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Texas is so huge. Like Jeremy said, you're like, Oh, we're almost there. We're in Texas. No, you're not. No. You got about 10 hours left. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's not like huge. driving from Phoenix to San Diego where when you get to California, you're more than like halfway there. It's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Cool. So, well, yeah, so I hope you have a safe drive. If you join us, cool. If not, that's cool too. Yeah. So, all right. So we said we were going to talk about some Netflix movies. I think we've talked about action figures long <laughs> enough. Um, let's go into this because we've talked about yeah. extraction. Yeah. Nate, I want to know you guys. Nate, Nate told idea. us the last two weeks. He's like, we need to talk about this. I watched it today. I, I do want to hear your guys' thoughts on the movie. Well, where should we start? Should we do like a overall review or? So mild like school. So mild spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen it, yeah, but it's here, available right. well, for free on Netflix. So. Yeah, it's yeah. been available for a couple of weeks. We waited. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Know, I'm gonna go ahead and put. It's the Chris here. Hemsworth movie. Yeah, if yeah, you guys are familiar. Yeah, well, spoiler alert. Just in case you haven't seen Extraction, uh, if you haven't, I mean, you're probably all familiar with it by now. It's been out for a couple of weeks. It's a new uh, action thriller on Netflix with Chris Hemsworth, uh, Mr. Thor himself. Um, and, uh, it's about like this guy that's basically, um, kind of like a mercenary that he's 100% a mercenary. Yeah. He goes and, uh, does missions for extractions. Like he's trying to find people that have been kidnapped, get them out of the country, uh, so they can get paid. Uh, oh, Ed says, oh, I thought he said he'd been on Netflix for 65 days. I'm like, I don't think it's been there that long. Yeah. He has been on Netflix for 65 days. Anyways, Netflix free. He is Ed is not watching Netflix, Netflix for two months. Um, yeah. Shit quickly goes bad in this movie. Uh, he gets yes. in some crazy firefights. Um, really cool action scenes. I like the way that they did the camera and they kind of like followed him along. And you know, there's uh, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. it uh, felt like- uh, it felt a lot like a video game. Yeah, it kind of did. It felt like a Call of Duty sort of. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Hockey says apparently it's the biggest movie premiere they've ever had or set to be. It's definitely a huge. It's uh, it's been streaming at number one for a while. Um, So I don't know. To to your point, though, if you if they call this instead of extraction, if they call this Call of Duty extraction, (laughs) it would not have surprised me at all. Yep. It definitely like, feels mm, like a mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Cause, uh, yeah. And then there's like this weird gangster side to it that you only get to see a little bit, but he's like throwing kids off buildings and stuff. I was like, <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah. this is getting dark. Cutting yeah. fingers off. But then we never yeah. really see that kind of play out at all. I don't know. Overall, I will say... You, you see almost... It, you, there's only one unresolved character on the true. bad guy side. And they've already uh, announced that they're going to do a sequel. Oh, they've already greenlit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they've already greenlit the sequel, which kind of, I mean, I don't know if I, we want to jump all the way there. No, my, my theory is it's going to be a prequel. Because oh, I think okay. one of the guys that they signed on for, here's where the spoiler gets saying, pretty early on in the movie, gets shot in the head. So. It's at the, his sniper friend? I think his sniper friend that was out there is yeah. one of the other guys that signed oh. on. Yeah, so, so he, he's got this like sniper guy that goes on watch out, you know, overlook for him, basically. But he gets killed. Really early yeah. on in the movie, and well, Scott is saying that the guy's in the new movie. So. Well, he's he's has signed on. It could be flashback. You don't obviously know, yeah. but um, David Harbor's in this too. Yeah, David it Harbor could be a right. with, with David Harbor in it too. Yeah. That was really unexpected to see. Yeah, him in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. It takes you a second. You're like, wait a minute, is that David Harbor? Because he's like a good like hour into the movie or something, and then he yeah, just kind of right. shows up. It's like, wait a second, I know that guy. Well, this movie reminded me a lot of was it that I said. I'm actually kind of hoping, like in the weird craziness, which I think could potentially happen, it kind of reminded me of that Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie, Six Underground. Did you guys oh. watch it at all? I started I, it. So, uh, I didn't, I like, didn't it. like that one. I like this one a lot more than I did that. I was going to say, I really hated Six Underground. Yeah, but me too. The story was wonky, but I think these could technically take place in the same <laughs> That would be crazy. That's, yeah, maybe... I think that there's too much realism in this one for it to really happen. Like this is trying to be, you know, uber real, but then have the, like the stylized fight scene stuff. True. And I, I think this movie like more than anything else though. It just goes to show that you don't need a box office. Like, no. Oh yeah. Like, you don't need a box office anymore. And, and I think this kind of like, I think it kind of ties back to, and I think that's why I said universal, it's kind of flexing their muscles a, a little bit against like AMC. They made a they made a shit ton of money on trolls. Yeah, they made, made and trolls too made a ton of money. Basically saying, hey, we're I said we're so the, the theater saying, oh, we're not going to show any Universal movies anymore. So you're not going to show the new Fast and the Furious at the theater, yeah. <laughs> like right when like that's one of the top franchises of all time yeah. for making money. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Think about the deal though. I mean, I wish you could have kept the movie after you got it, but whatever. Uh, Universal the thing was what 20 bucks you got it for two days like if I'm going to take my family to the movies I cannot do so in less than the $20 yeah true for three people right? for three like, people yeah, it's, it's going to no be way. at least the 20 bucks so at least yeah and, and this Netflix thing shows that like you can get a good action movie that should have been like in all things this should have been in theaters right yeah. like extraction Could should have been, have been yeah. in theaters yeah, it was definitely a good enough quality to be in theaters. Yeah. Uh, like you guys were saying, Joe Russo and Anthony Russo produced it. So it's got that yeah. kind of like that Avengers tie to it. I don't know if maybe they're dipping into Marvel money for this or not, but the production quality seemed really 
really good. Um, I don't well, know. Yeah, it was have, definitely. <laughs> they're dipping into their Marvel money, which there is plenty of. That's so. true. There's yeah. a, a shit ton. And now Chris Hemsworth has even more money than he did before. Yeah. 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 It makes okay. you wonder, though, like, how, how do they make money off this? Um, you know, like, you got that streaming service, but it's a it's a membership thing. So that you got these members that are paying. What is it? Just like new membership that Chris Hemsworth gets gets paid bonus on, or like how does that work? I, oh, I shout out to the trap. Drew Winners here. <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> shout out to the trap, and I was like, the, yeah, the like what? 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 The trap? Hi, trap. Drew. Trap shot. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they like. I, I get how it's like the biggest opening, so right? They have the Chris most viewership. The X days. I wonder if yeah. they go based on how many people watch the movie. I think that's how they show up as a success. But I feel like a lot of the money is just based on the deal to create and distribute it. Like maybe yeah. there's bonuses built in where if it does, you know, if, like actors get and stuff. Like if it does X Y Z, maybe they get more money. But I feel like a lot of it is just like here, Russos, we'll pay you this much money to make this money for Netflix. Do what you got to do. Yeah, is it like a set fee that he gets paid, or is he, you know, get um, part of the profit if it gets it's, huge? I'm I sure it's there's a, set a fee with yeah. There's a bonuses. nice. There's got to be a nice flat fee, and then like there's probably some incentives too. The bonuses, I think, it can't come from like membership stat things. So it would have to be on like if it gets more than X number of views in the first, you know, twenty days or whatever, will do. You know, you get like your bonus or whatever. I, it's got to be something along those lines. I think it's like that, but I think it's it's kind of like how maybe even YouTube does it. Like, so you know how like if you on certain videos you have like audience retention numbers for basically how oh, yeah. you get into into a show. So I, I was looking at I forgot what I was looking at the other day. There was like some other show on Netflix, and those were the, those were the statistics that they were offering, saying, "Hey, you know, like the reason why they can say like Tiger King was so popular was not only just because of the, the clicks themselves, but because of actually how." deep people got into each specific episode yeah no that's mm. true and i've seen uh, at multiple occasions uh i've seen the toys that made us uh like through their twitter and instagram and stuff they they've talked about hey help us out if you want another season don't just watch part of an episode don't just watch one or two episodes watch all of every episode every episode that's dropped for the season watch it in its entirety that's what netflix looks at in order to figure out if we're popular enough to make another season so yeah i, I think jeremy's on to something that makes sense so a lot of people watch extraction all the way to the end and so they're yeah. like okay this is really successful did, then. so did you guys notice though that there was 10 minutes of credits there's a no, lot of credits. Because I was watching because like, I didn't. Because I was at the very, no, I didn't watch it, but I was at the kind of at the end, but I had the bar up and I was like, uh, there's still 10 minutes of this movie. So I fast forwarded to be oh, like, there's okay. got to be a, a, you know, end of credit scene or something like that. There, no, there's just legitimately 10 minutes of credits in the, in the film. Yeah. Also, favorite part, uh, he kills a dude with a rake. Not one, he kills true. two dudes. He kills two dudes yeah. with a rake. It's uh, it was pretty violent. It was yeah. Chris like, Hemsworth, uh, he definitely showed a different side of him. Um, because you know we only know him as like Thor. At least I don't really, you know, you don't see him in really much else. Um, he's been in all the Marvel movies, but now you got him in this, which is more real world. But yeah, I mean, he was kicking ass. Uh, yeah, he had yeah. some really violent scenes uh, where he's just murdering people. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I don't know how many people died, but there are so many people that died in this movie. Yeah, so needs to go through and count. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, Th there's yeah, quite but, a few. Can I say the one thing I didn't like? 
Hmm. Yes. So, so I really enjoyed it. Right. Like, thank you, Nate. Cause I probably wouldn't watch it. Had you not said, Hey, this movie's good. Go watch it. Um, so I'm, but I'm glad I watched it. The thing I didn't like is I didn't like the opening scene. I, it, I felt like the opening scene was completely unnecessary because it was the super flash forward to the end, right? He's on that yeah. bridge and you can tell he's all beat up. That scene was completely unnecessary. I didn't need that to draw me in. Like I know that throughout this whole movie I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, somehow this is all going to go bad. And, He's going to be stuck in that bridge all banged up. They didn't yeah. need to show me that right off. That was totally I, unnecessary. I agree because it kind of sets it up for failure because, you know, yeah. like, you, you know, know, eventually oh, he's going to get fucked up and shot in the trouble. neck. Yeah. 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 Yep. The reason, though, the whole reason they did that was just because it's a, it was a whole John Wick thing. Like I said, it was very John Wick like, like I said, in regards it's to true. It's like, because like I said, it, in the very first, like I said, I said in, in all those John Wick movies, like, he's all beat up in the very beginning. And then it's yeah. all. The, the story of, of how he got there so it was it was a very big kind of swipe towards like john wickish yeah that's yeah. a good shout jeremy because it, it does feel uh, very much like john wick very it's 100 percent john wick one yeah like you know like yeah exactly the same thing he's bloody and he's hurt and then it goes back and it's like oh 48 hours before here's yeah I, here's what happened yeah not sometimes quite sometimes that much. works but not on this one man i didn't not too it, it yeah. just it happens too much only one or two yeah. movies can do it and then you're like all right we're done like yeah. no yeah. more there wasn't as much like crazy gun play as like you see in john wick um but the, definitely there's a lot of like crazy fighting like you see in john yeah. wick Oh yeah, oh, like one guy against twenty, and Chris Hemsworth's just mowing everybody down, like literally with a lawnmower. I yeah. actually very much enjoyed the uh, the fight scene between him and the uh, Indian special ops guy that they're kind of fighting. That goes lands on the street, and then each of them gets hit by cars, and like oh, yeah, that yeah. one got in. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah man, it like, was a really it was a really good movie, and yeah. like you said, not not just Netflix good, but it was it was a good movie. I, yeah. it, again, I think that this is something that could have gone to theaters and at least done fairly well. Yeah. Like, it's an action movie. It's the start of the summer. Like, it is a good lead into summer type of movie. Uh, it should give a lot of movie studios and movie theaters a little bit of worry that the higher quality movies are showing up on these streaming platforms uh, for people to be able to watch. Uh, so yeah, I, exactly. It was nice, man. It was nice to have a, a, a good new movie to watch since I'm sitting at home not watching anything else. I, I literally think that, like I said, I said, we're in like the experimentation phase right now. So I yeah. think we had the, I think we had trolls and all of them. I said do like the, the 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 video on demand. We have Netflix coming out with like like these high quality like movies like this. I think the next big test is for Disney Plus and that Artemis Fowl movie that they put a whole bunch of money into. That they're just releasing directly straight to Disney Plus, yeah. so I think it's this just giant experiment in regards mm-hmm. to what is the future of like box office look like? Because yeah. I, I literally think that the theater experience is going to be way different than what it is now, and I don't think it's. I think I don't think it's going to be as big of a draw as it was before. Is it no. other options out there for that? I, I'm gonna well, so yeah. how do you social distance at a movie theater or like a baseball stadium? How do you how do you keep people six feet apart but still keep families together? Like true. I mean, true, and like this is sort of forced companies to adapt. Like we've talked about oh, this yeah. before, but COVID's gonna have all these lasting impacts on a bunch of different industries, and I think this is one of them. Um, I think I don't think movie theaters are going to come back as strong as they were before. 
a lot of people have realized they can be at home and get whatever they want. Without, I, I don't without think an issue. it's a lot cheaper to your guys' earlier point. Uh, if I want to entertain my whole family, movie theater is going to have to stop charging me like $20 for fucking popcorn. Cause, uh, like, I'll just go watch that shit in my house. <laughs> like and make popcorn for a dollar like okay, it should be. Did you Plus, see did you see Harkins, one of the local theaters here, was offering the past couple of weekends where you could go buy a bag of popcorn for like twelve bucks and I heard the line was like two hours long. So what? people love the movie theater popcorn. That is insane. Just saying. Yeah. Well but, and, I mean go ahead. No, I was gonna say I so said honestly, I, I think the I think I think there, there's there's a way to adapt. It's just, it's just you just have to show basically what the value proposition is for like I said for going to these events now. So I honestly see like I said sporting events and like I said not right away and movie theater events and things like that. I see basically everything becoming basically like these little micro suites. So basically, you take your family and you have basically you, you go to the movie in like this micro suite or you go to the sports game in this micro suite. There's like none of this like packed stadium stuff. There's no, there's like I don't necessarily see this happening. Like I said, I think there's a transition that's going to happen. Over yeah. Well, and it's the thing I said, like movie theaters are going to have to step up and make it like more of an event to go to and kind of try to make everything like all in one. Right. Like it's just not the movie. Like you're going to have to go do like the dinners and everything. Yeah. Uh, two, right. uh, two different comments about the changes. <laughs> Sean B, my plan to social distance in the movie theater is to fart. No one will sit within six feet of me. That's a solid plan, Sean B. No, for me, no one does that anyway. They, they just look at me and like, I'm not sitting by that guy. But, I mean, jokes aside, Larry brought this up earlier. I, I think people are going to be afraid to sit so close to other people right off the bat. You know, it's going to be yeah. something where they, they want that extra space. So going to a movie and being locked in with 30 or, you know, 50 other people doesn't sound that appealing. I, yeah, I really don't. I really don't know. But see, like at the same time, you can you can separate the seats by six feet. But what about the kid who wants it next to his parents? True. I don't I don't know. I'm glad I'm not the one who has to figure out this logistically. But like there's challenges you have to overcome. And I don't like sitting this guy who farts anyhow. Like I didn't. Larry. Larry, yeah. you have a problem with the people sitting next to you taking their shoes off that's, in the theater. That's where I was going. <laughs> like, every time I go, like the guys are there farting or everybody takes their shoes off. I didn't like that anyhow. So, I mean, give Not, me troll, trolls two at home and, and I'll just watch it on my couch. Yeah. At least twice that has happened to Larry, by the way. It's like two or three times in a two row. Three, yeah. People, yeah. people like to fart next to Larry. <laughs> It's not, it's not farting. It's just, it's just dude just going to the movie theater, sitting in the seat, reclining it back, and then popping them shoes off. All right, nobody, I, I, nobody's gonna mind that I take these babies off. Yeah. So, because like I said, I've been like, we're, they're taking off their shoes. They bring in like their own pillows and blankets. Into yeah. The, the blanket yeah. thing throws me, yeah. man. Like, it weirds me out. Like, yeah. Are you planning on taking a nap? Like, what are you doing in here? I like to be cozy. Yeah. Get my jammies, my jam jams. Get, no, it's, you got to get the fucking snuggies, man. Like I've seen people oh. wear snuggies into the theaters. You're like, uh, that's, not a, that's not a bad idea. It is in Arizona. It's like 105 degrees outside. You don't need a blanket. You don't yeah. need a snuggie. And keep your damn shoes on. Yeah, definitely keep the shoes on. That's gross. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to smell feet when I'm watching a movie. Can we so, read the movie and talk about what? Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's go. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it probably like a four. I don't think it was the best movie I've ever watched, but it was pretty darn good. 
Yeah, four sounds fair. I, I'd give it a four. It was good. It was a, I enjoyed it. Was it. A four. At no point did I want to turn it off, so that's a plus. Yeah. Four. Four. So four is all around. Okay. So we did have one last uh, topic, and this is thanks to you guys in the chat. Um, we asked you last week what you wanted to talk about, and you told us horror movies. So for the last 10 minutes, we're going to cover our most favorite and our least favorite horror movies. Uh, no restriction on time, so it can be from the 60s or today. Can, can I, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I can I tell you the, the horror movie that scarred me the most as a child? Do it. It's Critters. Yes. Critters. Critters. When I was a little kid, I watched, I watched that movie well before I should have watched that movie. And it legitimately scarred me for life. Like I, like I did not have like legitimate, like fears of like Jason or like Freddy or anything, but like it was the, the critters got to me, man. Was it the critter ball that you were most afraid it's of? the like, ball or when they it? shoot the little quill into the neck? Like, ah, like everything about it. Like, I've watched it again, and it is a good, campy horror movie. Like, I'm a big fan of it. But as a child, that thing, like, legitimately scarred me. I had nightmares for you. Like, we had a basement that had, like, the laundry room kind of thing that was down at the end of a hallway. I was afraid of that room because it's like, that's where the critters are going to be. Like, that's where they're at. Like, I was legit afraid of that. So, Scott, we've, we've talked about this before because me and you had the same basically kind of horror-esque situation with that movie. So, what ended up happening with me is, like, so the very first time I ever saw that movie, like I said, I was at a kid's sleepover, right? And so it scared me so bad I had to call my mom to come pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) I just always remember the Hungry Heifer song. Is that from the first one or the second one? It's like the Hungry Heifer. We don't feed you no steer. Yes, remember that? I think that is from the first one. It's been a while since I've seen him. Maybe we might have to Larry. That might be something that eventually we do for Totally Rad. But uh, yeah. It's been it's been a while, uh, so that that's the one that scarred me the most as a child. I needed to bring it up because I thought that that is the the funniest one. That's a good choice, Scott. It's a good oh, choice. Goodness. Well, um, is that your favorite or is it your most? No, scary? Th- that's just the one that scarred me as a child. Okay. Like th- th- that's not a favorite so, or. I guess let's start with that. What movie scarred you as a child? So Scott told us Critters. Larry, what's what horror movie scarred you as a child? So Come on, this we, didn't, we didn't watch a lot of horror movies in my house. Um, it, Larry. I don't, yeah, I I'm I'm bad at this one. This is like I think I've seen Critters, but I'm not even hundred percent sure. Was uh was Tremors a horror movie? Was that the one with like the weird like worm I would guy? Say that was I would kind of Tremors was considered horror. Yeah, tre- yeah. We'll go with we'll go with uh we'll go with Tremors then because I didn't like those worm guys. I remember I didn't watch that at my house, but I watched it at my friend's house. Yeah, yeah. Boy. yeah. <laughs> so the Graboids versus Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yes, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon scared you as a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin Bacon scared a lot of children. Yeah, uh, he was a weird dude, and he had a like kind of a mullet in that. It was it was not not pleasant. Jerry. What's a movie that scarred you as a child? All right, so besides Critters, listen, the only other one was The Exorcist. Ooh, I said, yeah, that, that one freaked me out just because, well, just honestly, like, 
besides like so just the, like the the scary things like that are in the movie it's like it's like the completely inappropriate things that, that are in the movie because i'm like i'm a little kid and i didn't know how to feel like especially when she's just, you know like screwed herself with a cross like i'm like, I'm like what is going on i'm not supposed to be watching this i'm like 12 <laughs> so i have never seen the exorcist oh yeah so well, the scene i'm talking about like, she literally takes a cross and you know does naughty Speaking things where the sun doesn't shine yes yeah multiple times the, the pea soup vomit yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was scary good pick sounds horrible well for me uh the one that really scarred me as a child and still to this day i don't like swimming in open water uh jaws i remember i watched jaws as a kid and it freaked the hell out of me uh, I remember the next time I went into the ocean, that's all I could think about <laughs> was Jaws coming up to kill me. Not just the ocean, <laughs> the pool, the bathtub, yeah, exactly. you name it. Yeah, you, you, you're just swimming around in there and you realize there's like 100 feet of water, of space in between you. That's plenty enough for a big jaw, Jaws. Okay. Um, and still to this day, I have I freak out when I'm in the middle of the ocean sometimes. Okay. Think about that. Mate, real quick, before you do that, mate, you need, you need to come to visit, visit me in Austin. Just because I said they, they, of that that jaws that they show on the lake where they have the scuba divers come and grab you out of the tubes. Nice. It's oh, really yeah. So oh. basically, so yeah. So you're you're floating in a tube. They have the they have the like they're you're in like basically Lake Austin. They have the projector going, and then you just sit out there and watch Jaws. And they have basically teams of scuba divers that come in and grab your feet and, gra- and like pull you out of your. Oh, ride. Yeah, that freaked me out. So, so I, I want to answer that question from from Ed because I actually know my. Uh, Kevin Bacon score. It is three. <laughs> what, what, what what score of like what? what? Is, I don't. How much? Kevin, how many degrees away from Kevin Bacon are you? Yeah, in six. Yeah, but, well, if you go with oh. like Met, it uh, people I've met Dante's Peak. Yes, it is. Dante's Peak had Pierce Brosnan. Uh, he Brosnan? was with Chris Brosnan. He was in a movie, uh, The Mirror Has Two Faces, with Jeff Bridges, who is in R.I.P.D. with Kevin Bacon. I have a my score is three. Can can you highlight highlight, uh, Manny's comment real quick, uh, Scott? Eight millimeter. Where's uh? So the Nicolas Cage. I'm trying to find it here. It's uh, uh, there you go. Above Ed. So it's not even a horror movie; it's a scat movie. I think you mean a snuff movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the pooping? Yes. Scat, scat is poop. Yeah, scat is the poop. And maybe it's I mean, I, it's a different eight millimeter. Yeah, it, right. That's uh, a different kind of scat. So, so let's go back though and tell everyone what is the favorite one, because we, you know, so we can go over. It. What is your favorite all-time like horror movie? Well, who wants to start? Jeremy, you raised no, your hand uh, like we're in are we in elementary school hands, again here. Hands down, Nightmare on Elm Street, the scene where Johnny Depp gets blenderized on the bed. No, no I thought you were going to say, welcome to primetime, bitch. Oh, well, <laughs> like, well, just the Nightmare on Elm Street series in, in general. So part three, Dream Warriors, like I said, that is my all-time favorite horror movie scene. I yeah, said, all time favorite horror movie itself. It's probably the first, probably the, first. the prime time, bitch. Yeah. Prime time, bitch. And all those, uh, I said, all those, like, all those, uh, bitches like I said that he said, those are all like ad lib too. I said, because when I, uh, on a documentary I was watching about, uh, 
Robert England. He's like, he's like, yeah, I had to ad lib a lot of stuff. So he was basically he ad libbed, you know, the bitch comment before Jesse Pinkman did it in Breaking Bad. He just really likes the word bitch. (laughs) That's like that's a good pick. It's a good pick. Larry, favorite scary movie? Uh, so I'm taking it back to 1960 with Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Whoa. Norman Bates, Norman Bates' mom, that lady in the shower. It's a really good movie. Lady in the shower. Lady in the shower. I don't know her name. <laughs> I should. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a classic, man. Psycho uh, is one of the OG horror movies. Yeah. I remember watching it when I was younger and not really understanding it at first and then realizing that this guy's got serious problems. But yeah. I think that was probably one of the first movies that I'd seen where there's a guy that acts like that right his mom <laughs> like we watched it uh I, I had a film class in college so i i didn't see it up until like i was an Wait, adult how did you have a film class in college and you have so many movies that you haven't seen fair but film class you don't watch Troll too. <laughs> like we watched, we watched Psycho. We watched Casablanca. We like we watched uh, Vertigo. We watched that kind of stuff. We didn't watch crappy like eighties movies. Like they made us watch like Seven Samurai. I, I watched that in college. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, that's, that's funny. Scary. You saved yourself there, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I've seen Psycho. You have to see Psycho. Good. And it holds up too for like being so old. Like you could watch it now. Like. What? Not don't not the remake. Later? No, not no, I'm talking remake. like yeah, we're talking uh, yeah. original. Like oh. it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, so, All right. do you guys remember Creep Show? Yeah. I remember Creep that's Show. mine. Creep Show was is nice. mine. Like I love the anthology that kind of all. The kid reading the comic book and the, the, all the stories are the comics stories in the comic book. Dude, they're coming out with a TV show. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> That's, That's cool. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, Creep Show, I haven't seen in a really long time. I don't really remember a lot of it. But one thing that's cool, Scott, is NECA is making a Creep Show figure. What? Ooh. Scott's yeah. getting a new action figure. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be buying an action figure. Is it the, the skeleton thing and like the, the cow cape thing? Yeah. It's cool. You can also yeah, pre-order the Funko. Yeah, there's a pop. There's a creep show pop. Oh, nice. nice. There you go, Scott. Right. Buy the pop. It's cheaper. There you go. And <laughs> like Jeremy said, shoemystore.com, enter code STS. Guys, you can save 10, 10, 10%. Well, my favorite horror movie, and this is actually more of a recent one, uh, but I remember watching it and just being very disturbed after I watched it, uh, which made me actually really like it because I haven't had a scary movie actually like legit kind of freak me out or make me feel a certain way in a long time, but Hereditary. Uh, if you guys have not seen Hereditary, this movie is messed up, man. Uh, it's about like the story of this family and everything just starts to go wrong. And there's this one scene in particular in the car. You guys are know what I'm talking about. It's just very disturbing. <laughs> the decapitation. Yeah. The decapitated kid in the car. Um, so it's just a, messed up movie. I didn't expect it to be as dark as it was, but it gets worse as it goes. And uh, it definitely stuck with me. Hereditary has got to be one of my favorites. Nice. Uh, yeah. So 
So Ed, Ed uh, but wasted in the chat reminded me of one that freaked me out as a kid. Uh, do you guys ever see that movie V? Yeah. They're like those lizard people who pretended to be humans, but they could like peel away their faces. I, I, I yeah, I don't think peel away lizard men scared the crap out of me. They Live is also a pretty good one if you want like scary like Ooh, they live people hiding. Crap. Yeah. Um, all right. Does anybody have a really bad one though? That they can go, and I'm going to say yeah. I, I have quite a few, but there are a lot of them are are ones I've watched on Mystery Science Theater, so I, I'm not going to include any of those. <laughs> I um, have, yeah, I have one that you guys will definitely know that is one of the worst. What do you got? Trolls Two. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that one's, that one's so bad, it's good. It, we have all talked about it. Uh, it was a Halloween special at one point. It's one of the worst Halloween and horror movies I've ever seen in my whole life. Same. Uh, it's just I a have, horrible movie. It's just bad all in, all around. I have one. Uh, yeah, okay. Because it's weird. Midsummer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Midsummer's hard. That one's hard to like. That's a bad one. It's so bad. Well, especially I said like I said. Well, spoilers in case you haven't seen this weird fucked up movie. Like except the one scene I said where like said so they're like like impregnating the girl and then i said all the old ladies around him they're all naked and like it's it's the weirdest Hmm. movie i've ever seen uh i thought of one oh crap but i lost it Uh, uh, it's so sean i think it was sean uh no manny manny said that some movies are so bad like they could be great classics I wouldn't say it's great classics, but it's so bad that I liked it. Uh, Urban Legends 2, Urban Legend Final Cut. That movie was really, really bad, but I kind of liked it because it was so bad. So hmm. like the forgotten classics of like the early 2000s, like, right, that's when, when horror Urban movies Le- were the, coming back. Because Urban I know, Legend I know was such a great film, I, I ran to go see the sequel, I'll just yeah. tell you that. Like, yeah, yeah, you should have. Like, yeah. It was so, yeah. so mine is a, a horror movie that it is a sequel. The first one was amazing. The second one, I went into it watching. I was like, it's going to be so good. And about halfway through, I was like, what the f-? Like, fuck this shit. Like, what is this? What am I watching? Blair Witch 2 oh. Season of the Witch. Book oh, Book yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah the Book I don't of, think or, I saw or, that Book one. Shadows. Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows, yeah. That's, yeah. I got, yeah, that one. I agree. Uh, yeah, that it one took the name and it threw it into the dumpster. Yeah, and it was like, oh, the witch is <laughs> gonna come after Jamie Kennedy on video or whatever. I was like, this is awful. Oh. <laughs> like anything with Jamie Kennedy is awful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the moral of the story right there. Yeah. It was just you see Jamie Kennedy run. <laughs> it's probably a shitty movie. Did you guys like the first Blair Witch? Like, I liked the I first Blair Witch. It, I thought it was pretty good. I remember like maybe uh, it doesn't hold up now, but it was out. yeah. I don't think yeah. it, it holds up, but it was good at the time because it was you, the first of its kind. It was That's super true. yeah, super unique. Yeah, if you try to go wait, back wait. and watch it now, it definitely Jeremy? feels outdated. Yeah, thanks. No. Thanks. So, <laughs> thanks, so, so with 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 uh with Blair Witch, like I said, the reason that that movie was so good was I remember I said I said watching that in the theaters it's creeped everybody else out at the time so we had a camping trip right after that where we go to like other people other like campers campground sites and actually do like stacks of rocks and make <laughs> nice right we would we we made the little stick things yeah, all yeah. the time like in camping I was still living up in Montana at the time when the first Blair Witch came out so yeah we were like 
camping a lot. So we're like, oh, we're going to fuck with some people. But uh, yeah, we spoofed it. We made like our own little Blair Witch spoof movie. Like that that had a lasting impact on me. It, so, I don't think it's good now. Like if I rewatched it, I'd be like, this is kind of well, dumb. I but mean, like, like at the time. The whole premise of Blair Witch was like right there in the woods making a movie on VHS. I don't think VHS, like, just that whole premise is so dated now that, like, I just think if you try to show Blair Witch to, like, a kid or a teenager, I don't think they'd care because they're like, what the hell they, is this? Well, they'd just be like, oh, it's on their cell phone. These are cell phone with the GPS and they'd find yeah, the map. Right? You know, yeah. like, cell phone would solve it all. Yeah. Sean B mentions Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Actually, yeah, that was, that's where I got the, the two names mixed oh. up. That was also the, the Halloween without Michael Myers. Yeah, that was the one where the the Halloween masks turn the kids' face into worms. It was bad. right. It was uh, it was bad, but it was also kind of good. Manny brings up an old STS guy's favorite, uh, the, the babysitter. babysitter on yeah. Netflix. Wasn't that part of our first Super Mega Halloween special back in the day? Or is that it just was, like a random thing we? I talked think that was about? like a random yeah. pre-Halloween one that we talked about. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was just Thanksgiving, but yeah, Babysitter. That was a single digit episode of this. Yes, guys, man, we talked. We watched the Babysitter. We very much enjoyed that movie. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was at the time like that was good for Netflix. Like what? Almost three years ago. Wow. Because because yeah, so Talking Pops is doing their four year today. We're we're getting dangerously close to three years. We are crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. At the end of the summer, yeah, yeah. So remember, uh, remember when we did our Q and A episode? Somebody said, "Hey, like, oh, it was state overs." Shout out to that guy again. Um, so he's like, "Hey, when is the next giveaway?" So I haven't run this by you guys yet, but what what do you think about doing a super mega, totally rad prize pack giveaway? Oh. Super mega, totally rad prize pack giveaway. I think he did say super mega, super rad prize pack giveaway. He did say super mega, totally rad prize pack giveaway. I did say super mega, totally rad prize pack giveaway. That was hard to say. So, uh, like, totally rad is probably on pause for a little bit because Scott's moving. No yeah. big deal, but we'll be back. But it's getting so it's going to be STS guys three year. It's going to be really close to to one year for Totally Rad Movie Podcast too. I thought maybe we could put together a price pack uh, with stuff from some of the movies that we've watched on the Totally Rad uh, Movie Podcast, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Beetlejuice. Like, there's some good stuff out there. Um, let's see what we can put together. It's time for another giveaway. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. Yeah. I like I like that. <laughs> so cool. Bingo Any other horror movie stuff? Does anybody want to give us another topic for next week? Oh yeah. Again, we're still in quarantine. We don't. There's not a whole lot new coming up. I mean, yes. hopefully Scott will have like a good. It's been a week story from your Probably will have at a certain if point. If you guys have some topics, please yeah. throw them in the chat. Right. While, the, while stop at the. You stop at the shady uh, truck stop, and there's there's a hole in the bathroom wall. You know, one thing leads to another. For a good time, hey. call. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never remote. one to turn. I'm never one to turn the down the road. an adventure. Yeah. I'm to expecting your a good road trip story, right? You're going on a road I trip with yourself and dogs. Okay, we could talk about road trips. Ed, Ed brings up like road trips. I guess that's an appropriate time to talk road I'm trips. Totally maybe. appropriate. Yeah. 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 
that works. I, ha- I have some road trip stories, so that that works. All right, cool. I know Scott has one too, from when he came to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we could piece that together. Good, good call, Ed. Ed with the good. Oh, so we've talked about them all night. <laughs> Go check out our friends. Uh, I usually do this last, but oh well. Go check out our friends, Talking Pops. Uh, their four-year anniversary episode will be up on. Uh, Spotify and everywhere really soon. So check them out. Check out Pop Collectors Alliance. Check out the Tyler G Show. Uh, check out the Toy Photocast, Four Dorksmen, Geek Together, Secondary Heroes, uh, Average Nerd Podcast. Shout out again to those guys. Uh, did I say Toy Photocast already? Check out Toy Photocast because they're awesome. Um, check out the Toilet Red Movie Podcast. Scott and I will be back really soon <laughs> with the uh, Garbage Trail Kids still probably. Yeah, yeah, Garbage um, Book Kids. I still want to watch Garbage Book Kids because I haven't watched it yet. So coming really soon once it gets settled, uh, we'll do that. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of great podcasts out there. Go support everybody. Uh, check out the Movie Retakes podcast. I almost forgot about them. Uh, that's a really great new podcast too. I feel like that now everybody's been home. Like everybody's like, what should I do? I've got all this free time on my hands. And it's like, let's start a podcast. So um, just try to be supportive of all the other great podcasts out there like we are. Um, cause there's a ton of them and you know, you're just sitting around not doing anything. So might as well listen to a podcast while you're working from home. Absolutely. You might as well spend some money too. Cause <laughs> there's not much to look forward to right now besides getting a package in the mail. So head over to shoebystore.com, uh, buy yourself some Funko Pops, buy yourself some pig, pig pins and enter code SDS guys. You're going to save 10, 10, 10%, uh, animated apparel company, my favorite place to buy t-shirts. They're back, baby. Go to Animated Apparel Company, enter code SDS, guys. You can save 10%, and you're going to get free shipping. Animated Apparel Company, it's the best. It's the it's best. The best. <laughs> Chilling like a villain. Whole lot of bingo squares right there. Yeah. Boom. So, <laughs> for episode 132, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey it's Larry. Hey guys, I've been Nate. And I'm Scott. We're the SCS guys. Have a great night, everyone. Bye. 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 Sit down.